It is Wednesday, September 12th, and we are live here from Fullerton Junior College. If the sound sounds a lot better, do not check your headphones. It is because we are actually recording from a legit studio this time, the first time here on the Podfathers podcast. I'm Noah Alvarez, no Jacob Fanshawe today, but we do have a special guest, my good friend, Joseph Harrison. Say what's up to the people, Joseph. Thank you for having me, Noah. Appreciate it. So a little backstory on Joseph. Uh, I met him in club baseball at Sac State. Oscar, I'll let you introduce yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, I transferred from Mount Sac Junior College to Sacramento State. Uh, what was it? Fall 2015. Didn't know a single person. Moved out of my house 450 miles away. Decided I love playing baseball. And there's a baseball club. I went out for tryouts to make a team. And uh, Noah just happened to be the club president. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, Everything starts from there. Good times, yeah. Good times. Yeah, it's definitely. Uh, sometimes we don't remember. But, uh, <laughs> that, was, that was fun. Yeah, it was fun. So, you know, we played baseball together, and he's also a communication major, and he's also a big baseball fan. So, we're gonna be talking a lot about baseball and a little bit of football too. I mean, I know there was a lot of notice, noteworthy. It was week one, so a lot of noteworthy news topics on the NFL that happened uh, last week. But before we dip into the sports, I do want to say rest in peace to Mac Miller. A Rest huge, in peace. That's my guy. A huge artist in the hip-hop community, and uh, he passed away a little bit after last week's podcast on Friday, and um, I was just going to ask you, do you have a, a favorite album, song, or kind of moment associated with uh, Mac Miller? Yeah, dude. Mac Miller, it's, it's weird. My junior year is when I got introduced to him, and he was really the first, like, mixtape artist that I became, like, associated with, so throughout high school, I was banging kids all day long mm-hmm. and that's kind of that's I think that's why it hurt so bad to hear that Mac was gone because if you feel like you grew up with him you know and uh it, it feels like I lost a friend so that, yeah that kid's mixtape really it, it was a, a lot of memories I feel like a lot of people our age kind of really related to him especially in that age junior yeah. year high school um, like you said, it was the first, to me, it was like the first kind of backpack style rapper. Exactly. And then he evolves into, you know, the divine feminine and swimming and a lot more deeper topics and yep. this whole new personality. My favorite album was the divine feminine. At the time I was dating this girl at Sac State and I just like, I loved hearing that album. I thought about my ex-girlfriend at that time, you know, all the time when I heard the album, I like played it for her in the car and I don't know, it was just, it was like a great moment. And so Definitely, like, losing Mac Miller was, like you said, losing a homie, losing a friend. Um, definitely sad to see. And, uh, you know, prayers out to the families and all the friends of Mac Miller. And may he rest in peace. On a lighter note, uh, we like to have fun here on the Podfathers podcast, but we know not to have too much fun. Um, Joe Rogan, on the other hand, <laughs> he likes to spark up blunts and smoke weed on his podca- podcast. And there was video footage of him smoking weed with Elon Musk, the Tesla owner, and a you know revolutionary in the science game, um, and there's video footage of it. A lot of people hated it, um, and I was gonna ask. I you, don't understand why. Do you hate it or love it? No, I loved it. I I, I loved it. There's he owns the boring company, but he's not a boring guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's an A plus Twitter follow, quality content. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. He was having a good time. I don't see a problem with it. I think. Uh, it was just a social media storm because it's 2018 and you can get mad at anything now. <laughs> Basically. So, uh, 
Yeah. I liked it. Describe about, Twitter. Did, and did like, you like it? I, I loved it, too. I mean, I, I didn't see anything wrong with it. I think a lot of times you see CEOs as it's like dry. Yeah, buttoned up, mm-hmm. clean cut, like, say the right thing, keep it short. Larger than life person that yeah. is too good for that kind of stuff. But now he was just like, yeah, I'm open to it. And he just yeah. casually takes a hit. and He casually hit it <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's done it forever. Yeah, he has. He has. It was kind of funny to see that. It, Oh man, yeah, I try to act like it is like, what is this? Is we tobacco? Like, like, no, you know what it is. <laughs> nah, he he's definitely a meme now too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. perfect. I've seen so many people have that screenshot of like yes. him smoking the and blood. It, his eyes are all. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. Like as their Twitter avi, and even though they're not the person, and it's it's pretty good. I know Tesla's suffering a little bit because they have uh, the automated, yeah, you know, accidents autopilot. But um, Tesla's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, yeah, but it, it's still, it, they'll bounce back. I'm sure they'll bounce back. I think we're still a few years away from the whole autopilot, drive us home while we're drunk type of deal, but yeah, we're close. I mean, for them to even have that basic. That's even scary, the autopilot. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd be able to trust that. Well, yeah, there's been some accidents where mm-hmm. people were in the autopilot mode and they do crash and it's like. Yeah, I heard that they've been testing it for years now and that those two or three reported accidents are the only ones mm-hmm. that have happened in the two or three years. So maybe they've been driving tinted out and we just haven't known it <laughs> for three years. But, yeah, it's pretty scary. It but, is scary. Yeah, yeah. I would say, though, on those drives from L.A. to SAC consistently, oh. at, like, the four-hour mark, I'd get tired. And I could definitely throw it in autopilot at that yes. time. So it would probably come in handy. That would be amazing. Yeah. On, I just thought about perfect. that on trips like that. I remember driving up with you once, actually. Yes. That was, Noah, you fell asleep. I know. Oh, I tried, you made I, me so mad. <laughs> I tried so hard to stay uh, up. For everyone that, so Noah is from Orange County. I'm from LA County. We're about a half hour apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it after spring break? I think it was yeah. after, yeah. After winter, break, winter, winter break, break or spring break, uh, Noah want, needed to ride back up. And I told him I was leaving at 4 a.m. the next day. He was like, all right, cool, I'll be there. So I was like, bet. So then he shows up and we take off. Everything's good. He's radio DJ, he's yeah. playing bangers. I'm awake. It's <laughs> early, it's dark. I can't see, I'm tired. And Noah just comes, the bangers are going, and then the bangers stop. <laughs> and I look over, and he's dead, just snoring in my in my passenger seat. Oh, man. And I was just, oh, I was distraught. Yeah, it, was, it was tough, because I, I remember I woke up when you, I think you, like, pulled over at an oh, In-N-Out. No, dude, somewhere. I pulled over at a Starbucks because I was about to pass out. <laughs> I needed coffee. Yeah, that was, that's a tough drive. I did that a couple of times. I never had a car in college. I did that a couple times after to visit friends and yeah. when I went up for graduation the following year. And it's a tough drive to do by yourself, man. Oh, that's, yeah. I, I give you props. and I did it alone all the time, so it got easier and easier. But, yeah, that was one of those tough ones. And Yeah, yeah. you need a good playlist for that one. Yeah. Or some really you good You owe podcast. me a cup of coffee, Noah. <laughs> I do. All right, after this, I get you a cup of coffee. <laughs> nah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> but uh, on to the sports. NFL week one kicked off yesterday or last weekend. And, of course, there was a lot of big surprises, and I wanted to ask you, what was the biggest surprise of last weekend in the NFL for you? Patrick Mahomes. This kid came out gunning, but he has a rocket arm. Everyone knows he has a rocket arm, but Josh Allen has a rocket arm. Yeah. This kid is a playmaker, and Mm -hmm. I am a huge Raiders fan, and I'm on the Patrick Mahomes bandwagon. Ooh, okay, okay. I like it. Yeah, he... He balled out definitely against the uh, Chargers in, Chargers. in L.A. this past week. My biggest surprise was 
another guy with a rocket arm, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yo. Oh, God. When I saw the score at halftime that the Buccaneers were up on the Saints, I was just like, what what year is this? And then they ended up winning. They, they dropped 48 points mm-hmm. on a team that almost went to the NFC Championship that had a really good season last year, really good defense. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, as we know, is like one of the biggest like klutzes of the NFL. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's a terrible quarterback, but he has these once every blue moon great games, and he brought it week one. And I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Did you see that meme on Twitter about Ryan Fitzpatrick that he goes through his three year cycle where he's a backup yeah. and he's a starter <laughs> because the the starter got hurt? Yeah. And then he plays well. He suckers you into giving him a fat contract, yes, and he, he sucks and gets released and starts all over again. Yes. Oh, Him, man. Matt Flynn, and uh, Brock Osweiler. Yes, somebody, Brock Osweiler. So many of those guys oh, are just kept Matt Castle. They yes. just got bank off of being a good backup so, for a couple years. Yeah, Fitzpatrick then, just played himself for an, into another like four year deal. Yes, he did. <laughs> he's money. <laughs> yeah, next year he's he's getting big bank. He's a smart man, Harvard grad. Yes, he yeah. is. He knows what to do. Um, it's interesting too because Tampa Bay, Jameis Winston suspended, and they were like, Jameis. We don't know if he's going to be the starting quarterback when he comes back. Now I see why, because Fitzpatrick, you know, if that Fitz magic is still there. Fitz magic. Another big surprise, uh, I got to throw in the, the Browns and the Steelers tying. Like, what the heck was that? Yeah, I kind of enjoyed the tie. <laughs> I really did. I was hoping the Browns would pull it out, but even Le'Veon Bell missing wasn't enough to help them out. Mm-hmm. Mm, you can... It's hard to apologize for Hugh Jackson. You can only yeah. do it so many times. <laughs> I feel bad for Tyrod. I feel bad for Josh Gordon and Jarvis and all those good all players. The, all, all the times they're blessing them, but they're. Uh, what do What do you think of Hard Knocks? Uh, it's been good. I haven't seen all the episodes, but uh, I don't know. I, I like I like this season a little bit better than the Jeff Fisher season. Yeah, um, Jeff Fisher two was years terrible. ago. I didn't see any of last year's. I think it was, who was it with? I didn't see last year's either. Mm. But I I recently saw, I caught up on all the episodes. I binged them. Okay. And you can see why the Browns have won one game in two years. Yeah. It's tough. It's a very passive atmosphere. I think that's why Landry had that kind of blow up. Exactly. Went on Twitter. I I think he's good for them. And the culture is changing slowly. But I'm rooting for the Browns. And once Hugh's gone, I think they're good to go. Yeah. I enjoyed the tie. I didn't enjoy Big Ben Roethlisberger throwing <laughs> five interceptions. Did you have Big Ben? No, I didn't. Uh, but uh, gosh, no, I wouldn't trust him. But uh, realistically, how long do you think he has in the NFL before you know it's time to call it quits? He's a Super Bowl champion, so if his pride wears too thin, I think he could play another five years because any team will sign a Super Bowl champion to be a backup. Mm-hmm. But I think as the elite status, I think that's already passed him by. Yeah. But when you have Le'Veon and Antonio Bell on your team, or Le'Veon Bell and Antonio <laughs> Brown on your team, um, he could be serviceable for two or three more years. Mm-hmm. That's another thing, too. The yeah. Steelers, they got to pay Bell. Exactly. Um, They're not going to pay him, dude. So, I mean, are they going to trade him, do you think? I hope they either trade him or cut him. Yeah. I... I'm not in the camp of players are selfish for holding out. I mm-hmm. think you are in a system that's flawed to begin with, and mm-hmm. you're getting paid nothing on a cheap contract for three to four years, and then the team can decide to not pay you even yeah. when you deserve it and franchise you, uh-huh. and then you ball out on your franchise tag, and they franchise tag you again. again. yes. It's the worst system in, in all of sports. Mm-hmm. I hate it, and Le'Veon has every right to hold out. 
even if he is hurting my fantasy team. <laughs> I support you, Le'Veon. I hope you hear this. But, yeah. Yeah, like the salary cap in the NFL is the, the base it's problem. the because... worst thing in sports, dude. Mm-hmm. Baseball has an, no salary cap. Basketball's They're the third most popular sport in America. Mm-hmm. The NFL makes billions, and they have a salary cap. Yes. Did you see the stat? I think Ravel tweeted it out that Aaron Rodgers is the highest paid player in all of NFL history. Yes. And he's like the 34th highest Major League Baseball player. I think like Mike Conley gets paid more <laughs> yes, than dude. like Aaron Rodgers. Oh and Mike Conley is like... Mike Conley with like a busted tw- Achilles <laughs> gets paid more money. Than Aaron Rodgers. Hugh Darvish, who blew game seven, oh, yes. got more guaranteed money than Aaron Rodgers. Let's hear it. I don't know. The... It's not fair. Sit out, Le'Veon. Get yes. your money. Stay healthy. I support you. I hope he gets traded too. I like to see him ball out on another yeah, team. Ball out. And speaking of you know players holding out and then getting traded, how did you feel? I know you're a Raider fan, and I have to bring it up. But how did you feel about the news when you first heard Khalil Mack got traded to the Bears? First, I said what the bleep, and then I was like, good for him. Yeah. Because. Again, even though it hurt me personally, I'm I'm not a homer that is going to ride for my team. I, I'm i a fan of the player more so than I am the team. Mm-hmm. And he balled out, dude. He deserved every yes. single penny of that money. You saw fat, out-of-shape Khalil Mack get two sacks and a <laughs> yeah. touchdown and tear, oh tear up the first half on Sunday. And he's worth every single penny. And the Raiders gave... Derek Carr, $125 million. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why. <laughs> they are not going to pay Amari Cooper. They don't even use him. Mm-mm. And they gave John Gruden $100 mil yes. to come. For 10 years. For 10 years. See, I don't think the Gruden hiring was that bad. Mm-mm. I think he's doing a good job you know, turning the roster over. All the young guys they had sucked. So everyone's tripping that they're the oldest team in the league. But who cares? Because they sucked anyways. Yeah. So if you're going to suck, you might as well get some <laughs> veterans in there. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, Khalil deserved his money. They should have paid him. They tried to say they couldn't. I think it was a Mark Davis issue. You think so? I think so. I was thinking it was more Gruden just because of, you know, he is as egotistical. Yeah. and that De- He's definitely narcissistic. I It's, it's tough because but... watching the Monday night game against the Rams, the Raiders defense didn't look great, but they looked – more like a, they look yeah. more like a team than they have in the past. I saw you tweet out that Paul Gunther had them rolling. Yeah, and he definitely did. And I could just only imagine like, dang, Khalil yeah. Mack with you know Arden Key alongside of him. Yep. Uh, Maurice Hurst for the next two years alongside of him. They haven't had a good D coordinator since yeah. Rob Ryan and Namdi Asamoah. Yeah. In like, like 2007. Yeah, we were like what? before Rob Ryan <laughs> became Rex's <laughs> fat brother like he, when he was Rob Ryan when he was serviceable yeah when he was serviceable yeah so they uh yeah, it's not looking good for my Raiders it's a bummer to see um who would you pick to win the AFC West I got the Chiefs you got the Chiefs got the Mahomes Chiefs. Mahomes dude Mahomes and Ty Hill Ty Hill not the greatest person yeah but is definitely the <laughs> he's a good fantasy pickup mm-hmm. and this guy is just fast He's just fast. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can say about it. He's, he runs a 4-3, and you can tell on TV. Yeah. And when you can tell on TV, you know you're fast. Yeah. He blows by everyone on that punt return he Dude, had against San Diego. Slant? Yeah. He, it was a one-step cut, and he was gone. Yes. It was disgusting. He has crazy speed. Like, Usain, I would like to see him and Usain Bolt uh, in the race. Usain Bolt will smoke him. I, I know, because of the strides, but yeah. I would still love to see how close yeah. 
he is just because, man, that, that dude can run. Um, so you got the Chiefs. I, I think it was weird. I think a lot of people were sleeping on the Chiefs to begin Definitely. this year. Everyone was on the Chargers hype train. Yeah, and I think every, year in and year out, we know the Chargers, they have good players. They have decent coaching, and somehow it just all falls apart. Yeah. It seems like for much of my life and so much of your life as well, they just never been able to figure it out. Even when they do make the playoffs and they have these great teams with LT, they just find a way to suck it up. I have a hot take for you. All right. Phillip Rivers is not that good. Ooh. He, okay. I I think he'll make the Hall of Fame. I think he will, Because too. he's been in the league for 14 years. Mm-hmm. And so when you're in the league for 14 years as a starter, you're going to get stats, and stats get you in the Hall of Fame. But what has he done? He hasn't done any, <laughs> What no. has he, what he, he hasn't done? done I, I, I get that point. He has every everything you could ever need. He has <laughs> yeah. a stout D-line. Uh-huh. He has a great defense. He has stud receivers. He's had good running backs. He's had a good receiver or a good tight end or an Hall of Fame top three <laughs> running back for yeah. his entire career. Yeah. And he has he, he's not one. Mm-hmm. He's not a winner. And I, I feel like a lot of it... It's a weird thing to say because... Mm-hmm. They go nine and seven every year, so he wins more than he loses. But yeah. he's not—he's not that good. I think he's a de- I think he's an above-average quarterback. Maybe not great, but I feel like a lot of the times too is a coaching. I mean, Schottenheimer. Uh, I thought he was. He a went really, fourteen and two, but then he choked in the playoffs. Oh. And I just—I oh, thought no. I thought Schottenheimer wasn't that great of a coach. Turner was an offensive guy, but defensively, that, that those years they really struggled. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like you said. I think he'll make the Hall of Fame. Is he really deserving of it? He hasn't really done anything much uh, as far as award wise, stat wise. I mean, he's led the league in like maybe two years in touchdowns, and then another two years in interceptions. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think he's a, a a better. I would say Tony Romo is a poor man's Philip Rivers. Yes, that is a great comparison. Because Tony Romo is a poor man Philip Rivers. They can do great at times, and they can yep. look like these amazing gunslingers, and other times they'll just. Why are you on the field? Blow up, shit the bed, throw but four picks. Tony Romo gets all this shit, and no one gives it to Philip Rivers. No. Everyone views him in such a <laughs> beautiful light. That's it, true. Is it because Romo was in Dallas and Rivers was tucked away in San Diego forever? Mm-hmm. No think, one like, no one cares about the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. And now the Chargers are the third most favorite team in LA. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're not yeah. even. I would say even fourth, probably. Yeah. You could throw oh. it behind the Cowboys. Yes. Oh, 100%. <laughs> exactly. Yes. So, yeah, they're. they're I think there was, my dad was actually telling me that there was a statistic TV wise that the Chargers game this weekend that aired on, um, what was it, CBS, I think, or I whatever? It was CBS. It was the fourth most watched game in the whole weekend of like football. So, yeah. you know. Monday night beat it out the Cowboy game. I think Cowboy game was one versus mm-hmm. the Panthers, happened to be the game of the week. But that was in the SoCal area. Yeah, uh, it was the Chargers game was the fourth most watched game mm-hmm. in the SoCal area. So that's pretty sad. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. San Diego didn't want him. LA doesn't really want him. I feel bad for the Chargers. <sighs> I don't. That spot <laughs> should have been the Raiders' spot, dude. It should have. It should have. Jerry Jones and him meddling and yeah, we could we could rant about that all day. Do you have a early prediction of Super Bowl winner? Super Bowl winner? Mm-hmm. Or two teams that would meet in the Super Bowl. Two an teams. NFC team and an AFC team. Mm, I do, but it's weird. So the easy answer is the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Every year they're going to get there. But I'm going to ride Mahomes, dude. I think okay. he gets there. I, I think, think so. I think Andy Reid just says F Screw. it yeah. and just 
lets this kid go. Uh-huh. And he do- he doesn't hold him back the way Alex Smith was a game manager. Right. And I think it's either ride or die. And I think their defense is serviceable enough to get them and hold Tom Brady to 21, 28 points. Okay. And let Patrick, Ke- uh, Kareem, and Tyreek eat. And when you have even Travis Kelsey in, oh, in the dude. winter yeah. and the snow. He's a baller. He's a baller, I feel like he's, and he has so much swag, and yes. he's just out there, and he doesn't care. I feel like he's better than Gronkowski because Gronkowski's hurt like four or five yes. weeks a year. He's, he, Kelsey I, is reliable. Yes. So the Chiefs are my sleeper to make it, but in the NFC... I feel like the NFC is wide open. It is 100% wide open. I think the NFC South is probably the best division in football, but you can't really count out Aaron... Even on one knee, he tore apart the Bears. I, that was insane. That was ridiculous, dude. <laughs> but I want to stay home. I, I think the Rams will make it out. Mm-hmm. But that's just a homer pick. I, I think so, too. I mean, the Rams, they added so much. Yeah. Sue, everything. Darnold, Peters, and when injuries start... It's an start all-star to, team. Yeah, exactly. And that's very rare do you see that in the NFL. I think as injuries, you know, pile on later in the season and if they can stay healthy, the Rams, I mean, they're going to terrorize... Other teams' offenses is just, and I hope. I hope last year they kind of fell apart in the postseason. Yeah. It's their first year, Goff's first year, McVay's first year, and all in the postseason. Goff looked terrible. In the they playoffs. did, um, he and they weren't helped horrible. by those like two fumbles by oh, the return guy. Cooper. Yeah, tore them so, apart. Yeah, you know, hopefully this year around they could do much better in the playoffs. But I, I was, I was hoping to see them against the Eagles in the NFC Championship, and I was bummed when the Falcons, you know, yeah, they beat them and yeah. beat them pretty easily, to be honest. Um, moving on to baseball. Because I know that's what we wanted a large chunk of our show to be, and we have a lot to say. Um, the races are heating up in the NL and the ALs. Well, in the ALs, kind of already set. It's been set for a while. Yeah, you but, get the re- your four powerhouses. Mm-hmm. But the NL is really crazy right now, and we can start at home. The NL West. There were the Rockies currently sit in first, and uh, I wanted to ask you in. March and April when season was starting, did you see the Rockies sitting at first uh, mid-September? Not in mid-September, but it wasn't surprising to see the Rockies and the Diamondbacks both jostling back for first place in May, June, July. Because if you remember back to last year, the Dodgers were on that historic pace, Mm -hmm. but Arizona and Colorado were right on their tail the entire season. Like, literally the entire season. Arizona almost made a push for the division. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers were on pace to win, like, 119 last year. Yes. And even though I think they won, like, 104 games because they couldn't win. September. They yeah. couldn't win at all in August. Oh, I think, yeah, it was I think, August. It was I think August. they went, like, 3-17 and 17 in August. Yeah. It was frustrating to watch. And Arizona almost caught them. That's how tight the race was last year. Mm-hmm. But people discount that because neither of those teams went far in the playoffs, and they're relatively young. So... People, the, the mainstream media doesn't really pay attention to it. But of course, and their West Coast teams. Hardcore West Coast teams. It's the whole media's East Coast bias. Mm-hmm. But you know, when when we pay attention to it, you see the little nooks and crannies. Yeah, you see how great Trevor Story and Nolan yeah. Arenado are. So. Damn, Trevor Story's good. He's a baller. He's a baller. Um, I think at the beginning of the year, I I, I definitely predicted all three of those teams to be kind of in the hunt with the Giants and Padres obviously falling out. Yeah, but I didn't think. I thought they would be a lot better. Right now, they've all kind of fallen back, and they've all kind of laid some eggs in yeah. situations where they should have won or swept. And they're all now. Now, basically, the NL West, which we was the best division in the NL, is now behind the NL Central. Yep. Even behind, I think the Braves were in first place of the East. They have a better record than us. So all of those teams have kind of 
got on this landslide and I'll ask the Dodgers perspective. What do you think that, what is, do you think has uh, played in a big part of that? Um, a lot of it sloppy and just bad luck. In April, it was like weird losses. Like Kenley hung a slider to the Giants three times yeah. and it turned into three walk-offs and that just, you know, didn't really happen. And then the same thing with the D-backs. I think he hung a slider to, like, Daniel Descalso. Yeah. Like, like a nobody. Who, yeah, who is? And Descalso beat the Dodgers. And then Arizona ran off, like, four or five in April. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we, we have, like, we're, like, 17 and 28 mm-hmm. going into May or something. And in May, they look terrible again. And I remember Washington had the best record in the NL. And we had just gotten swept in a four-game series at home by Cincinnati. And yes. we came back, and we swept Washington at Washington. That was a huge And we series. went, like, I want to say we went, like, 42 and, like, 14 or something. Mm-hmm. And we were just red hot, got first place back. And then all summer, it's just been powerhouses. It's us, the Diamondbacks, and the Rockies mm-hmm. just going back and forth and playing a lot of mediocre baseball. Very mediocre. Yeah, no. Each team has been cold, been hot, and been mediocre all year. And they seem to kind of like all go at the same time. Because I know when the Dodgers got off to that bad start in April, it seemed like the D-backs had a good chance, and even the Rockies had a good chance to kind of run away with that division. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they started playing so poorly. I asked you this at the time. Why didn't the (laughs) D-backs step on our throat in April? I don't know. You guys were up 10 games. Yes. You were up 10 games in April. And all of a sudden, they started sucking too. If Arizona would have won 50%... 500. Go 500. Go 500 in May and June. And we are like 17 games back. We don't get hot. We don't trade for Manny Machado. Mm -hmm. We don't trade for Brian Dozier. We don't get any more pitching. The team collapses. You start talking about trading Kershaw because his deal is up. You start talking about what's wrong with Kenley. You start talking about who can we sell, bring up Verdugo, bring up all the minor leaguers. Yeah, it's a whole different season. It's a whole different world, dude, because all these contracts are close to being up or you have all these young studs waiting to go. Mm-hmm. This is a veteran team that was 27 outs from winning the World Series last year. Yeah. And Arizona had their chance, dude. It's crazy. And now they're slipping in the race, and it's... It's super disappointing. It's um, not disappointing for me to watch. <laughs> for, for you. Just, I, I'm enjoying it. Just like you said, they're playing... All those teams are playing sloppy baseball. And Arizona, It's it's been their offensive recently. I went to the game on, like, August 31st, I believe, on that Friday. And they lost that game 3-2. to two. Was that the camp they home lost, run or the double? That was... No, that was... So Saturday was a home run. Sunday, Sunday was, a, was double. a double. Friday, I believe it was Turner. Turner oh, hit the Turner, Turner hit the go. Go, go, but they lost all three of those games. Three close to two. games, close games, yeah. but three to two, and they couldn't get more than two runs of offense. I believe they played the Padres next, and they only took like two out of four out from them. Yeah, it's just like a lot of these winnable situations where they need to go for sweeps. They're not getting; they're only you know settling for five hundred, splitting a series. It's, and their it's, schedule's tough the rest of the year. It is. Uh, they don't have a very easy schedule to end the year, so it's. I don't know. I think I think that I don't want to say the Diamondbacks are done because just the way it's gone this year, you yeah. can't say anyone's done. But their chances are probably looking the least, uh, least. I don't know what word I'm looking for, but they're it's the toughest. Yeah, the out toughest. of those three teams, I think they have the toughest road ahead. Well, to they're climb two and back. a half back as we're recording right now. They're playing Colorado mm-hmm. in Colorado. Yes, in Colorado, 
The Dodgers won today. They lost three of four in Cincinnati. Yeah. I, I hope Cincinnati just has our number and it's not that we're scuffling again. Yeah. Because we're going into the red hot Cardinals yes. this weekend. And Huge last series. Cardinals destroyed us. Um, about a month ago, right? Swept us at home three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was tough. So we need to win at least two or three in St. Louis. So I'm rooting for the D-backs tonight to keep uh, the Rockies, Rockies yeah. at bay. But you guys are, what, two and a half back right now. Mm-hmm. And it... If you pull between one and a half, I don't think the Dodgers and the D-backs play again the rest of the season. No, they don't. Yeah, they're done, right? That, I think so, yeah. That LA series is the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's... No no team has a clear shot. Mm-hmm. They all kind of suck, and then, <laughs> and then they turn around and drop 14 on you. So. Yeah, exactly. And it's tough, too, because at least earlier in the year, about a month ago or two months ago, if they didn't win the division, you had a good shot of winning the wild card because yep. the NL West was so strong compared to these other conferences uh, or divisions. The Central, on the other hand, has really kind of stepped it up, and now yeah. they own both wild card spots, both the Brewers and the Cardinals. And I wanted to ask you, out of all the NL teams, you can also throw in the Braves and the Phillies in there. Which team is probably the most dangerous? You see the uh, biggest threat to the Dodgers in the postseason if they were to make it that far. I think that if the Dodgers get over this World Series failure hangover that has scuffled them all season, there isn't a team better than them in the playoffs. You think so? Because the amount of depth on the team, and that's not a, that's not a homer statement, but you look top to bottom, they have four to five serviceable pitchers who, who can five and dive for sure and can mm-hmm. give you seven quality any night. Night in and night out. And then they made some good trades for the bullpen. They brought in uh, Madsen, who's helped shore things up from the from Washington, mm-hmm. and then Pedro Baez is finally turning it around, pitching like the good Pedro Baez, which <laughs> you can't always trust. <laughs> yeah, no, and then uh, they got Floro for for nothing from Cincinnati, and mm-hmm. he came to LA and he's been lights out. And then you have Maeda in the pen now, and he's yes. dominant. He killed the last yeah. season. And then uh, we have this young lefty 21-year-old 21, 21 Caleb Ferguson. Yeah. I've Kid throws gas, dude. He was in double-A this year. Double-A. He's a 30, like 37th-round pick. Mm-hmm. Just throws gas, and he's just tough as nails. You, you see him come in, and just no facial expression. He just yeah. looks like a dog. And <laughs> I love it. So all of them in front of Kenley. The only thing, Kenley looks tough, but I think uh, it's going to end up being a Cubs Dodgers and LCS again. You think so? They're the but that, that's only if the Dodgers get in, and I don't know if the Dodgers will get in. If the Dodgers don't get in, it's wide open. Yeah. The Cubs are, should be the favorites if they don't get in. Yeah, I think they have the most experience. I was talking about it with Jacob on shows earlier in the year that if it were to get down to you know all these NL teams, they all look good, but the Braves, the, the Brewers, the Phillies, they're all really, really young. Yeah. And I feel like both the Dodgers, and you could even say the D-backs, have a more veteran pitching staff. And exactly. I think in the postseason, that's when pitching staffs or pitching is more valuable. Well, um, and even the whole rosters are a little bit more veteran than the Braves who are really, really young. They look really good. I agree. But they're just really young players, and you never know how young players are going to do in the postseason. Well, those teams aren't deep, though. Mm-mm. That's the thing. Superstars die in the postseason. You, you either shine or you don't. Right. But last year... Charlie Culberson was yeah. like an NLCS hero. <laughs> yeah, he and that was. just speaks to depth. The guy was in AAA all year and mm-hmm. came out and balled out for seven, seven a seven-game series. We swept the Cubs in four, but he he was dope, dude. And you look at 
Atlanta and at Philly and the Brewers and how deep do they go? They only mm-hmm. go nine. You look at Colorado, they really go five deep. And yes. then the, there's like three guys in that order who hit under 200. Yeah, they're But terrible. Arenado and Story are having MVP seasons. And yes. then Chuck, and Na- really Chuck Nasty is just disgusting. Yeah. And, and then you get to that nasty bullpen. And if, They've been solid. Yeah, if their starting pitchers Ottavino. go five and dive and Ottavino and Wade Davis come in. Yeah, it, it's it, over. It's lights out. Mm-hmm. It's done. So you can see why they've been so good in the regular season. But I think in the playoffs... All those teams will crash, and it comes down to experience and depth. And it's if the Dodgers get in, I think the Dodgers will win the first round. The Cubs are my NLCS team that I think gets it no matter what, especially mm-hmm. since they're going to make it anyways. Um, and I think Atlanta is too young, superstar reliant. Mm-hmm. Acuna is next level. Yes, Ozzy's next level. But they're all like twenty. But he's 19. like twenty one, dude. Yeah, and like twenty twenty one years old. Mm-hmm. And then Freeman is just a monster, but. After that, who scares you? No, and, yeah, yeah, no, no one really. No one really scares you unless they're like, unless Atlanta's like the 2010 Giants and. True, no one really scares no, you. But no they one somehow, scares you, but they somehow win. Mm-hmm, they inch it out. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is like when you look at the Braves rotation, you have Newcomb and and uh, Tehran. He's nasty, but those guys are nasty. But I don't think they're as nasty as facing Kershaw or even a Granky mm-hmm. or facing a. John Lester or facing even a Jake Arrieta on the Phillies. These guys who have a little bit more postseason experience and postseason success, I think that's where the teams like the Braves or even the Brewers, I mean, I could even tell you who the Brewers' ace is right now. I think I don't think they have one. Chase Anderson, right, or Maybe. something like that. So, you know, pitching-wise, I think the Brewers and Braves kind of knocked them out. I agree, though. The, Bre- the Cubs and even the Cardinals, I think a team like the Cardinals, if they were to make it in, um, probably are the biggest threat to make it to the NLCS. If Philly makes it into the wild card game and wins the wild card, watch out. Yeah. Because their lineup is not that good. But Pitching. if you're going to see Nola, Arietta, and who's their three, it's someone good. Sure. It's someone good. Yeah. And the I for sure, if you're seeing Nola and Arietta, you're losing one of those two games. And then after that, one of those guys is going to come on short rest. Mm-hmm. And in a five-game series, anything's possible. And then you get a dumb Odubel Herrera double in the gap and a Michael Franco home run. I'll say Franco's pretty and a, good. And a Reese Hoskins, Reese Hoskins, Sac State. Shout, shout out to out. Sac State. And he comes out, balls out, and something dumb happens. And next thing you know, it's you're going to game five and you're going to look at Aaron Nola or Jake Arrieta coming with their young rookie, the closer, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez. Yes. That kid pumps, dude. And, yeah, watch out for Philly if they get in. Yeah, they could be a potentially scary team. I hope they don't get in. <laughs> That'll be tough. <laughs> I think right now they sit uh, they sit seven and a half back of the Braves. In the division, and, uh, but in the in wild the card, I think they're only three out. Mm-hmm. They're only, uh, let's see, let's pull it up right here. Yeah, the in the wild card they're actually six and a half out. Six. Oh, thank so God. So they're, they're a little further. All right, yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> they're further past. How far the, is uh, Arizona? Arizona, the wild card's three and a half. Dodgers are two, with the Brewers and the Cardinals both holding those spots. Okay. Um, moving to the AL, and we said it earlier that they're pretty much set. Yeah. But um, out of those five or six teams that are kind of already in the mix, who do you think's the the most the one that's going to come out on top in that division? I think. Uh, Cleveland comes out. You think Cleveland does? I think wow. Cleveland comes out. Okay. Because, and here, here's my thing. I'd love to hear this. Boston and New York and Houston are all going to beat up on each other. Yeah. 
and all three of the super teams, only one can make it out. And I think Cleveland rotation and bullpen wise and lineup depth, they just one through nine, they got a player and they got I think they have the best rotation. And they do. Uh, I don't know, man. Kind of like and the- I just never want to see the Astros win ever again. <laughs> so I hope they go Owen one sixty two for the rest of you know for eternity. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, Chris Sale's hurt. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna hurt Boston, of course. Even um, when he was healthy. What what do you have in Severino mm-hmm. in New York? You know, or even Tanaka. Well, look at Sevi in the wild card game last year. Got bounced in the first inning. Yeah, you can't trust that. That's like. He's a mental midget like Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Clayton Kershaw at all in October. Mm-hmm. Ever. Ever. <laughs> never, <laughs> never, ever will I trust him again. Do you remember the Matt Carpenter double off the wall? Yeah. The base is loaded? Oh, yeah. I was at that game. You were at that game. I was game. at that game, dude. Oh, and man. ever since then, Clayton Kershaw has broken my heart in the playoffs every single year, every time he's on the mound. Sorry to hear that. So, yeah. N- not, not fun. But, yeah, I don't... All those teams are super teams, and they got to go through each other, and I think Cleveland scrapes it out. No, and just a couple years ago, the Indians were in the World Series. Experience. A lot of experience, like you said. I think the Astros do have a lot of that experience. I think the A's, you know, like the Yankees and the Red Sox, will kind of all get bounced out. And I think it's really a two-horse race between the Astros and Indians. I think Astros get in just because of the depth. You know, they have... They are extremely deep. They're like the Dodgers, where they're just really, really, really deep. Um... They kind of faltered a little bit as the A's have kind of caught some ground yeah. on them, and that'd be that'd be. I don't know the A's are three games back now, but I know at one point they're both tied for the division. Yeah, uh, that would be insane to see the Astros in the wild card. Imagine if you got like an A's Brewers World Series. That oh, that would be that I would think be that would cool, still, but that would be like the lowest rated World Series. It would of all be lowest time. ratings, but I feel like true baseball fans would enjoy it. It's still enjoy it because those are two still very good teams. Yeah. I, I know. They don't have the superstar name, especially like the A's or well, the Brewers. the A's just lost Manaya, so yeah, that's tough. that was tough. And they said he might be out for like rest of the 2019. Yeah, he's done for the year. So that's like crazy. Um, but like really, the A's would go in with no ace, essentially. I mean, I think, who would they throw? Trevor Cahill at game one or in the yeah, wild card or, game? What's, what's that dude who was on the street last year? Uh, Edwin, oh, Edwin Jackson? Yeah, Edwin Jackson, yeah. that guy. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's, he's turned it up. But um, but their offense is really good, you know. Oh, their yeah, defense dude. solid Crush as well. Davis, Matt Chapman, uh, Matt Chapman, Marcus Se- Seaman. Yeah, a lot of local guys. The, yep. Matt Olson's another local guy, and I think uh, Piscotti's another local guy. Piscotti, too. yeah. So yes. they have a, quite a few local guys, and they've all kind of blossomed a year or two before everyone thought they were. Exactly. And it's really cool to see them do so well. Um, yeah, it they all the AL playoff race will be exciting, and I think the AL is way deeper and a much better league than the NL Mm -hmm. but they all have to beat up on each other exactly and I feel like the roles have been reversed the last couple years where the NL was way stronger with the Nationals and the Cubs and the Dodgers and Arizona winning 97 games last year the Cubs yeah did I say the Cubs no I don't think you said okay well and the Cubs the Brewers had that that nice season last year Mm -hmm. the Cardinals are there to be dealt with every single year and they've all been beating up on each other to get to the World Series, and they drop it. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing's happen in the AL. Yeah, it's exciting. There's a couple weeks left in the baseball season, and I guess we're just gonna see how it plays out. I mean, the Red Sox are already a hundred ga- uh, hundred wins, and they're the first yep. team. They peaked too early. They 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 clinched a the first team to clinch a playoff spot, which is 
pretty insane to do it still this early on. But like you said, we saw last year they were really good. They lost to the Astros, right? Chris Sale, you know, dropped a brick, and everyone, all the exactly. pitchers kind of, you know, faltered. So don't let that fool you. Don't let the Red Sox, because it's not like the NFL or it's not like the bas- uh, NBA where, you know, usually when a team's the best all year, they end up winning it. Yeah. It's, uh, baseball's very different, you know. It's a long season. A lot of players. Ba- baseball's a marathon, man. Mm-hmm. You got to be good 1 through 25, yeah. and playoff time really shows when you don't have as. Well, Boston doesn't have a bullpen. They mm. have Craig Kimbrell and nothing before him. Right. And you saw the World Series last year. That was A plus managing on both sides. Yes. And A plus go, bullpens on both yes, sides. Yes, dude. And going four four innings and just going straight to the bullpen. And it's you know tough to watch if you're not a, like a diehard fan. But you're watching and you're just like strategizing with the managers at the same time. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, here comes Lance McCullers. He's gonna throw 24 straight curveballs. <laughs> yeah. Like the average fan is like, why is he doing this? But uh-huh. then. We're watching it, and you're like, oh, my God, he just threw 24 straight curveballs. He's dirty. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. And he could do that because he's coming out of the pen versus, you know, trying to last through 100 pitches. You look at how deep Houston is, how deep the Indians are in the bullpen, how deep the Yankees have probably the best bullpen of all time. Oh, yeah. So of those three, I think they make it out. I think Boston peaked too early. They're too much offense, not enough depth. Mm -hmm. The offense doesn't really last in October. It's pitching. Yeah, I I agree. They have it. I think that about sums up the show, though. It was great having you, Joseph. Uh, hopefully, you know. hopefully you can hop on in future episodes. And again, you know, if you haven't done so already, like we say at the end of every episode, please like, share, and follow us. We're on iTunes now, Apple Podcasts. Subscribe. Yep, subscribe. Definitely check us out. And yeah, they, uh, you want to drop your at Twitter name? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> All right. I got a corporate job now. I can't. <laughs> but I am good at Twitter if you know me. Yeah, congrats on the corporate job, by the way. Thank He's you, moving you. on up in life. And, uh, you know, Sac State taught us well. Yeah, Sac State. Shout out to you guys. But uh, yeah, thanks again for tuning into the Podfathers podcast. Have a wonderful weekend and hope you guys tune in in the future.